The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Whenever a Jamaican bobsleigh team step out on track, comparisons with the Cool Runnings team of Calgary 1988 are somewhat inevitable. The film came out in 1993 and remains popular now. Nelson Stokes was part of that team, people call him Chris, and now he's the CEO and chairman of the Jamaica Bobsleigh and Skeleton Federation. It's his aim to make the team into consistent top 10 contenders. And he spoke to Andrew Binner about how he attracts new talent like Nimroy Turgut and Carrie Russell, why sprinters might not actually be the future of bobsleigh, and how he convinces his athletes to embrace the cold. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. You're a legendary name in the sport and you've got so much experience at so many different games, but can you tell us a little bit about what your role is now and what the differences are compared to when you were going down the icy chute? So, so now I'm chairman and CEO of the Jamaica Bobsleigh and Skeleton Federation. We have, you know, for ease of reference, people call me the president, but we do have a corporate structure. I'm with a board of directors and an executive and, you know, and staff and athletes and, and so on. Uh, it was much more fun to compete. You know, <laughs> you know, when you were, when I was competing, you know, I did not worry about uh, going to meetings or travel arrangements or the, 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 the rules and the politics of the sport. I, I was going to the starting line and I was going to the starting line to win. When you sit where I sit now, you understand that you have a, a responsibility for a number of things within Jamaica to pass on the legacy, not just in terms of participating and the novelty of participating, but being excellent in the sport. And we became a very good bobsleigh team and have done very good things over the years. Um, it's a very competitive sport. You can't do well every time, but just in walking around and looking at the starting line, I, 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 there's been an explosion in, in black athletes in bobsleigh, you know? And I would like to think we, you know, we had something to do with that. Not because we're black, but we came from an environment that is not normally given to winter sports and we had the courage to do it. And the feedback I've gotten is that that has empowered a lot of people to, to put themselves forward or a lot of, a lot of uh, associations to go and recruit more, more, more widely. There wasn't women's bobsleigh when I No, there is. Now, is it equal? No. I mean, there are 58 men and 40 women or something like that. Uh, but it's not zero. You know, should we have a four-woman four, man, four team as opposed to a two-man? Maybe. That's, that's not a bad idea. Um, we could talk about that. But, but I would want to pause even for a second to say we have made some progress. There is intent. Uh, and we need to continue to agitate for full and total equality and the diversity. Last big point on this is as the sport becomes more expensive, you have a country like Germany that is willing to spend, let's say for argument's sake, more in research and development than we have for the entire season. Then it's not the best athletes anymore. Right? Um, now, Germany has the benefit of having really good equipment and they could make the argument that they, they do have the best athletes. 
But as we plan forward and plan on getting to their level in terms of athleticism, we cannot ignore that that technological part is something that needs to be addressed. And um, we need to address it in a way that doesn't stymie the sport because innovation is good. You know, we, we, we don't want to be racing in the sleds that there were in 1952 with nothing on the side, you know. We don't, we don't want that, but, but we do need to find a way not to make the cost zero, but to make the sport more accessible financially at the same time that we increase, improve uh, gender equity and diversity in, 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 in participation. So instead of pushing and loading, those are the things that occupy my mind these days. It's <laughs> a, a different thing entirely. And so we've spoken to quite a lot of members of the Jamaican bobsleigh teams in the run-up to the games and the games here. And something I've found interesting that they've all said, while they're so proud of the legacy they're representing, they say, we are more than just the movie. It's more a sense of needing to know that I have discharged my duty than, 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 than pride. Have I run my leg well? You know, the baton is not mine. It's not to take home and, and frame, you know, it, it, it's, have I run my leg well? Have I prepared the next set of Jamaican bobsleigh administrators and athletes to pass it on to, with, with the confidence that they will run their leg well? So, so it's, 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 it's not so much pride as, as, as a desire to discharge your duty well is, is really what I feel. The movie is a movie. It's not a documentary. It's not a six-part documentary on the facts and figures. But they told the story well. Um, over time, the two become blurred. People think you were in a bathtub or that you, you, know, you had a kissing contest or whatever it was. Um, and, and, and a lot of, the majority of people who know about bobsleds through Jamaica bobsleigh, which is an irony in itself. And, and maybe they haven't even seen a bobsleigh run, right? But the movie today, the movie came out in 1993. You know, and he's looking at these little kids on the plane just in awe. No, he doesn't say, oh, yeah, that was about me. Um, those kids weren't even an idea. Maybe they, some, maybe they, not even their parents weren't born yet, you know? Um, but these guys are real. They're on the ice. Um, a movie, yes, but we're actually athletes at the Olympic Games at the highest level of bobsleigh. Not just a movie, not just participating, but trying to be very good at the sport. And, 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 and you just have to look back at how many countries have won Olympic medals in bobsleigh, how many countries have spent millions of dollars and have come away, not even with a top 10 finish, to understand the immensity of the challenge of succeeding in the sport. And the the, the, the depth and range of challenge just to participate in the sport, you know. Um, so, so, but we have done it, and we have done it well, um, and, and 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 better than a lot of, you know. You, 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 there's no free pass to come. You don't. It's not. It's not buying your airline ticket. You have to earn the right to be here, 
And we have done that in multiple disciplines. Uh, so, yes, the movie, but we're more than just a movie, as our theme song goes. Um, we are more than just participants. We have a program. You don't go to eight Olympic Games on just an individual or a flash of the pan. We have a program that recruits and develops bobsleigh athletes that we are trying to get to an inflection point where now we are in the top 15, we're in the top 10 on the World Cup all the time. And yes, it's not beyond us because we think we have the athletic talent to get on the podium one day. Now, I may not be there, but we're on that trajectory. And that's what we're working on now. So, so that is more than a movie in my judgment. There's obviously a run-up to a Games like no other coming into Beijing 2022, speaking to some of the guys, and they had to train in different countries for a while. And the point you were making, Germany have four bobsled tracks that they, they can all practice on. So I wonder, whilst the team is so much more than the movie now, some of those issues, equipment-wise, getting to these games still exist to a certain degree. But I wonder if you could expand upon that and, in a way, how that brings a team together in some right. sense as well. So in, in 1987, we had the gentlemen who started the team who were in Jamaica, 90 degrees in the shade, drinking around, um, who thought about a bobsleigh team. And our sport administrators at the time, in, in particular, President Mike Fennell, who was the head of our NOC at the time. You have to make a decision. Is this a, a determining factor? You don't have snow, so don't try. And he said, no, I know we don't have snow, but we're still going to try. Today, the fact that we don't have a track, that we can't afford the R&D, um, the last two years, that we couldn't even get a visa for athletes to go to the U.S. because the embassies were closed. When we sat in our meetings, is it information or is it a determinant? It's just part of the... So our view is that that is just part of the landscape. Deal with that. You know, it, it doesn't, it's not something that says, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, you don't have a track, don't even bother to try. You know, yeah, I know the British girl did it, but geez, you know, how often does that happen? So, don't, no, you, you said, okay, I know what the challenges are, but that's just what they are. They are, they are challenges. It's not a wall, it's a hurdle, right? You jump over it or you go around it or you go underneath it, but it's there. You can't, you know, you, and pretend that it's not there. You know, um, from a policy point of view, you can try and lower some of them, you know. Uh, but, you, but you know what? And more and more I hear, you know, athletes um, talking about um, things being unfair, which there may be, but you have to be very careful that you don't use that unfairness to disempower yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Recognize it, but don't accept it limiting you. All right? So, we, we, Germany has four, we don't have any. All right? They have how many dollars in their R&D? We don't have any. They have, you know, summer training, fun shopping. We don't, we don't have that. But it doesn't define us. All right? And, and, and our success to date and our plans for greater success in the next two quads 
simply recognizes those things as a reality that must be navigated, not determining circumstances, if you understand what I'm saying. And, um, and that, that's such an important attitude in life. You know, I don't, I, I don't care where you are from. There are um, people from the U.S. And, and Canada here right now, you know, lamenting the challenges that they have. I'm sure that Germans lamenting the challenges that they have. You know, deal with it. <laughs> you know, whatever your thing is, the idea that everything is a straight line. You know, don't worry about it. It'll be a straight line. You'll have all the money, all the track, all the, it, it doesn't exist. You know, so what becomes important is the attitude you take to those challenges. And that's what we are good at. And that is why we will continue to, to, to go from strength to strength. And even in the world of elite sport, where the percentage and the margins at the top are so small, don't you think that the challenges of having athletes based in different countries in the run-up, that can bring a team together and empower the guys? No, no, no. From a, from a, so, so absolutely. But it's a decision you make. You could say, or the, you know, some of the guys over here who can't even travel, or, you know, you know, woe unto me, or, you know, woe be me, or whatever the saying is. But you know what the guys did in the UK? Our two-man team, Shanwin and Nimrod. Nimrod got stuck in the UK, couldn't travel. And they were push, pushing a mini up and down the road. That Shan made a, a squat rack and a bench press table in the back of his yard. No, that's a Jamaica bobsled. I, I, the, 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 the pandemic and the fact that I can't travel exists, but it doesn't determine my future. I navigate even that. So in a very real sense, it brought our two-man team together, bonded, and very importantly for, 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 for Jamaica as a country, it gave us an opportunity to be far more inclusive with our athletes in the diaspora because we have been a program based 99, 100% out of Jamaica. Our best Olympic performances have been from athletes who born, grew up, trained, competed from in Jamaica. This allowed us an opportunity to use UK athletes, US athletes, which I think for the, for the Jamaican diaspora it has been very good to make them feel a part of what we're doing here, um, to give them a sense of pride and identity in their home countries, even, even as Jamaicans. So, so even in that, there has been a blessing, you know, and, and, and we have made the most of it. So, you know, our watch parties today have been all over the world. You know, a bunch of limes, what do I do? How about a cool glass of lemonade? In what way is part of your philosophy for the Jamaican Federation to develop the individual as well as just the outcome? Make no mistake, our first duty is to win races. I mean, without apology. We're not a social, we're a sports team and we want to win races. But to say that in the process of winning races, in the process of developing athletes, to ignore the opportunity to, to develop character through sport is a miscarriage of justice. That is a missed opportunity. Because that is the opportunity. When you're tired and I say you have, you have to get up and you train, you may think I'm talking to you about training today. What I'm talking about is what's going to happen to you in your work life, in your family life. When your children want to play and you're exhausted. And you, and you say, say, you know, Chris, just get up and go and do it. 
So it is not that it is the objective, but it presents sport, presents an opportunity for character development that can be missed. You know, it's 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 like it's like you know when you 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 know you're catching you know, a certain you know fish and you just want to say, well, you know, use the the whole fish, you know, use the entire opportunity. So it's not that 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 is why we are in it. But know that we are in it, in our judgment, to be a missed opportunity, not to develop simultaneously character. And by the way, the development of character feeds back into athletic performance. And from a Jamaica-specific perspective, why is it so important that you have that presence in the Winter Olympics for people in the country so that they have other diversity of sports to choose from? For whatever reason, we are good at speed, strength, and explosive strength sports. Right? Sprinting, throwing jumps, um, that sort of thing. And as strange as it may sound, bobsleigh is that. There's a myth that you need snow for bobsleigh. No, you need the ice. And the only reason why you need ice is because the track is made of ice. Maybe one day we have a synthetic track. And we can have it in, you know, in, in, in the grill or in, in the Blue Mountains, you know. Uh, but the athletic ability is speed strength. So to me, it is a natural step from the athletic pool that we have to get into just another speed strength, eye-hand coordination. You, you mentioned track and field and cricket. Eye-hand coordination, speed strength in track, you know, different disciplines, but that's the skill set that makes for a good pilot and a good brakeman in bobsleigh. So it is not as... Conceptually, it's not as far-fetched as, it's, as, as it may at first appear. And, and so I think bobsleigh is a legitimate alternative for the talent pool that exists in Jamaica as we speak. And is there, um, correct me on this if it's wrong, but we all seen the film when Sanka breaks his hair because it's freezing and he's not into the sport because of the cold. Is there still a barrier? Because you said you recruit so actively from Jamaica. Is there still a barrier because of the temperatures and the cold? And is that something you have to get over? Absolutely. I, I have to get over it. I, I, I mean, I, it is shocking to the system. It's shocking to the system for people who live in it. So that's, that's, that's another barrier to overcome. You know, but again, it's not oh man, it's too you know, it's too cold. So I'm not going to Bob said no. Some may say that, but it, again, it's not determining. It's another thing to deal with. You know, to where I'm, I'm seeing, you know, our coach Wayne Thomas in a t-shirt and a jacket and no socks and bare hands, fixing the sled outside. You know, I remember the first time he ran back inside it. The first time he, you know, he, he, he went to Calgary and it was cold. You know, so, so again, it's going to be cold. Deal with it. And track and field is the obvious place for you to recruit from. First of all, I wonder, how does that look? Do you go to meets and talk to people? And secondly, are there sports outside of track and field that you go to? Yeah, so it's two sports we go, we go to. Uh, track and field. Um, it's up. And, 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 and interestingly, it's not for sprinters. Um, you know, a, a sprinter may be in pounds, you know, 180, 170 something pounds. That's no good for bobsleigh. You know, you need the guys, you know, you go up at the hill and the crew is 100 kilos, 110 kilos. He's not going to run 970, right? 
Um, but we have a growing throwing program and a growing jumping program in the discuss in particular um, and in the, in, well, just growing throwing generally. Uh, so we, we do go to trap meets at the high school level, at the senior level. We do call the coaches. Um, Carrie and Nimroy came from MVP, which is a leading track club. I think I can say that in Jamaica. Stephen Francis coached. He himself said, Chris, you know, and either himself or Paul or, or, or um, you know, James, who's the president, look at these athletes. So there's, a, there's an ongoing um, connection there. Uh, but you have, you have to respect that the sport is different. So what you're looking for is uh, certain abilities, physical, and to be successful, there is a big chunk of mental toughness that it's hard to identify from a distance. You know, until the guy is in the fire. When I say guy, it's gender neutral. Until the person is in the fire, you don't know. You, you, don't, you can't look at somebody and say, a person is a wolf. You don't know until they're in the, in the jungle. You say, you know, they had a horrible first run and maybe they crashed. And you're looking around and they're back at the starting line and then they nail the next one. I say, okay, that's somebody you can work with. You know? There's no test for that. You know? Uh, so so it's, a, it's all a process. It's all a process and it's a mix. Heavily rugby as well, um, in, in, both in Jamaica and, of course, um, Jamaicans who play rugby in the United Kingdom in, in, in particular. Um, to some extent, um, Football, everybody plays, and it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. Um, but I, I believe the future is going to be um, size and strength. Guys who are probably more inclined to to throw in events um, than to the next guy who is going to run ten o or ten fifteen or nine six nine seven nine eight. I think it's just it's just very different. Um, hypothetical world, give me an analysis on what someone like Elaine Thompson would be like in bobsleigh. Have you, have you seen Elaine? Elaine is slight. Elaine, Elaine is a... Elaine is Elaine because she just moves through the air. It's, it's, it's literally like she's fine. You know, but, but I think faced with the first 15, 20 meters of a bobsleigh, it would be a challenge for Elaine. You know, she, she is really built to fly. You know, she's very slight. I mean, I remember the first time I shook her hand and it was lost in mine. I don't have big hands, you know. But if you look at her running style, it's, it's really as if she's flying. You know, like, like, you know is, is she actually touching the ground? You know, and that doesn't work well against resistance because the, 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 the part of the secret to the bobsleigh push, a sprinter is like this on Right? And good sprinters, you don't even see that. In bobsleigh, you have to at least for 15, 20 meters. You know, so you, you have, it's important to understand that and see, okay, where does that, no, no, a good sprint on the back of a sled at the end of a, for the last, for velocity in a four man is a winner. Because then you just get those, when the sled is already going, um, to get that extra top end speed to create velocity going into the first corner. There's a rule for that. 
Um, but, but, you know, you're moving a, you know, a couple hundred kilo sled that requires some power. I know that athlete rehab is a really important topic in the Olympics and the wider community, and it's also a matter quite close to your heart. Um, can you talk about that a little bit, please? A number of our athletes have been at risk. Last year, one of our best athletes was actually shot and killed in Kingston. And you wonder if you had sent him, sorry, if you had sent him away, you know, if he would be alive today. Uh, so you don't give up on the young man, you know. Uh, we, we have Neymar who pushed a two-man. He's from a, 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 a from from Augustown in, in in Kingston, one of the most you know historically violent places that has had a lot of of social intervention programs. Um, and we have had all kinds of problems with Nimrod, right? Nimrod could not get a visa to go to the United States of America. Right? He did not race in America. He raced in Canada and he raced in, the, in, in Europe. It would have been the easiest thing to say, that's too inconvenient. We need to keep the team together. But we're stuck with him. And he's, you know, he won the push championship. I said, Nimrod, stay in condition. And every day when, when, I, when, I, when the phone rings, I said, Dear God, let, let it be okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we got him, you know, on a flight with the team as soon as we, as, 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 as we could. It's not hard to leave. It, one could say, oh, that is just too complicated and let's just not bother with it. But it's changed his life and he's an Olympian today and he raced in the two-man. Right? And somebody in his community in Jamaica has seen him on television. Nimrod from next door, right? He's become an important man and, and he's chosen a different path. Uh, and and um, you drop another pebble in the pond and you don't know where the ripples go. I mean, it's not for you to know where the ripples go. You know, start the ripples, right? Um, so so we, we have stuck with him. He has done well. You know, there were times where we were saying, okay, we need to move him to here or there or some remote part to protect him. And, 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 and uh, you know, you know, before, and I, I don't know that it's different for other folks. Let me just speak about my experience. And it's connected to why we recruit in Jamaica. Our young people are at risk. They are dying. They're, they are losing their, they're being killed. They are getting into gangs. They are losing their way. Um, so there are formal programs, you know, like I'm setting up to work with Joel Bazou, who is World, World Olympians Association president on a peace and sport program. Um, that's, an, that's a formal way, but there's another way. To stop and say, you know, what are you doing? Why are you on the side of the road? What, come to training this evening. <laughs> oh, you know, I don't have anywhere to stay. I don't know. I said, well, come and stay by my house for a couple of days and let's sort that out. You know what I mean? Um, some of them become Olympians, some don't. 
but sport is the tool for, 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 for we hope. And you're swimming upstream, maybe you lose more than you save. But as my mother always reminds me, I mean, you know, she always tells me this story when I get frustrated about, you know, I think it's like, you know, starfish on the beach and you know, like millions of them stranded and about to die. And somebody takes up one and throws it back in the water. And the person walking to that person says, you're wasting your time. There are so many, you'll make no difference. And the person says, it made a difference to that one. You know? And, 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 and I, I, I give myself, encourage myself by saying it made a difference to that one. You know? And when I go back home and I drive through my community, there'll be another 50. I can't, what are you going to do? You know? But you did something for that one. And um, and I, I hope that he will do something for somebody else. And and um, allow somebody to stand on what he has done. The way I stood on what Herbert Kennedy did, for example. Or what my father, my, my parents, who are my, my biggest role models taught me. Uh, so, so so people see us here at the Olympics and they think it's, you know, it's a, you know, you're a star and you, and they really have no idea. You know, they talk about the iceberg and the 10%. It's, it's half a percent that you're seeing. You're seeing half a percent. 99 and a half is going on and it's messy and it's horrible and it's full of, 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 of failure and trying and loss and pain. Um, but even if somebody doesn't make it, there, they, they, you know, you, hope, you lose many, but people make make progress, and it's not your duty to throw all of the the starfish back in the water. It's to throw that one, you know, and that's what we're doing, Bobsley. Chris, thanks very much for joining us. My pleasure. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel podcast. podcast. Massive thanks to Chris and Andrew. That's it for now, though. Stay safe, stronger together. See you very soon. Think, Think like an Olympian. Olympian.